Hi, welcome to XY Podcast with me, Dr. Yutunde. We are doing a 10-part series called Balanced Conversations. Today's episode is episode 83, and it's titled, Is Balance Fleeting? So many of you have bought my books, um, The Balance Book and The Balance Guide, which is also a book filled with quotes and motivations to help you keep balanced. Um, And we're having conversations around the ideas of balance and some of the chapters in the book. I wanted to bring some of the listeners and readers, those who have the book, those who haven't purchased the book and are going to purchase the book, to have this sort of a fruitful conversation on balance and how it shows up in our lives, in our personal, professional, social lives, and just in in society and in in the world at large. So for episode 83, we're going to be talking about, is balance fleeting? Is it an illusion? So I just want to read you a blurb from from that chapter. Um, So we're going to be going into little different chapters and sections of the book. Not all, so I don't give everything away. Because I definitely want you to get the book and read it on your own and sort of dissect it and and, and have some reflections and conversations of your own um, around it. So let me begin. So is is balance fleeting? Is it an illusion? An idea exists that the pursuit of balance is unattainable or perhaps fleeting, that somehow it is a haze in the distance. And if you are lucky to grasp it, it only lasts for a moment. I believe that that's not true. As human beings, we know ourselves when we are out of balance, when we are exerting too much energy and time in one area of our lives and neglecting the others. Physical, emotional, and spiritual evidence will show up when you are out of balance. Maintaining balance does not mean you reject the reality that things in life may happen unexpectedly. In fact, having a sense of balance will help you navigate the unexpected and better cope with shifting priorities. So, is balance bleeding? I think the interesting thing is that it is easier to think that something is unattainable because it helps us not work towards it, right? So if we say um, you're you're never going to have everlasting peace, right? And so <laughs> unconsciously, we prepare our minds that that's not something that would be a facet of our lives. Or we say things like, oh, I'm I'm just never going to be that CEO or, or I'm never going to get promoted or... Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be the Jeff Bezos or the millionaires. Maybe, right? That may be a stretch or, or it may not. Um, and so what it does is that it conditions our mind to not work towards it because we've already believed in our psyche that it's unattainable. So therefore, why focus on it? Let me just throw it out the window. And I've seen that happen actually with balance. So it's, it's this idea that you know, it's not achievable. Our lives are shifting. We have shifting priorities. Things happen unexpectedly. Things are going to throw us off track. So this whole thing about balance, is it even real? But what if it was? And what if we as individuals were the ones sort of impeding ourselves from trying to actually understand what is balance and why do I need it in my life? Until I actually sat down and realized that it was me that was responsible um, for creating the balance I needed in my life that was reflective of my life, reflective of my priorities, reflective of my values and my wants and not someone else's and not what the world says and not what advice columns tell you about um, what, you know, what, when a person has it all and how it should look like and you should wake up at seven, six o'clock in the morning, you should read 12 books. No, no, I had to create it in a way that was 
reflective and similar to my life, right? So everybody's way of balance is going to be different from person to person. And I believe that balance is a deliberate act. It's something that is intentional and it's not a destination. It's not that you continuously, endlessly work towards something and then one day you just reach graduation day and you graduate. You take all these tests for many years, quizzes, you attend classes, and now all of a sudden you are a graduate and you have your degree in in balance. It's not like that, in my opinion. Um, For me, I believe balance is a journey and it's a journey through life. And it's not a destination. It's something that we consciously put effort to. So let's say just like a marriage, right? You don't spend three, four, five years of marriage and one day you now, somebody gives you, okay, you're now a a marriage, you know, expert or, you know, everything about marriage. It's a life journey, right? And it's something that you learn and you continuously grow and, and shift and, and you continuously, you know, have different stages and nuances to it. So that's how I look at balance. So if I condition my mind to say balance is real and balance will be a part of my reality, what is it that I need to do to create the to create the harmony that I want in my life so that I can have the peace that I want? I can focus on the things that matter to me most. I can focus on the things that I have neglected uh, in order to appease one or two of the things that I thought were the most important thing to me. Um, how do I do that? And so why I you know, wanted to start this part two with is balance fleeting is because I want us to sort of reorient our minds to understanding that balance is a real thing. Um, having harmony and having some form of equilibrium in your life is a real thing. And also understanding that life is going to give us two sides of the coins. And sometimes it's unexpected. Sometimes we'll be up like heads and other times we'll be down like tails. And it's it's out of our control, right? Some things we can control and other things we cannot. And so by understanding that, right, understanding that with both happiness comes sadness, uh, with peace comes sometimes chaos, you know, with, with, with love, sometimes hate, with forgiveness, sometimes resentment, these things are going to happen because they work in tangent with one another. And I and we'll get to the chapters where we we look at the the power and the fragility of balance, but also look at the importance of being able to experience both. Because if I did not experience some form of sadness or anger, I would have never knew, and I would have never appreciated the power of happiness. I would have never appreciated the power of forgiveness because I've never tasted the other side. And so what happens is that the other side of life or the things that happen unexpectedly or the things that we don't like or the things that bring us down in life and we're like, why do I have to go through it? All serves a huge purpose in our life and it's to teach us and it's to teach us to be grateful for the times when we are heads and we are up and to also teach us that in every time that the tales do come down, it's a lesson, it's a lesson to be learned. And so we'll go into that. And so so balance works its way into our lives and it shows up in, in many ways and in many shapes and, and, and in different forms. I just want us to, to realize that it's all around us and our body 
does give us signals when we are out of balance. You know, oftentimes we may have exerted ourselves too much at work or at home um, and our body you know, reacts to that. It could be in fatigue. It could, you can be having a headache. You know, there's so many, there's so many different signals that the body, the mind, the spirit gives to alert you that, that something is out of balance. Um, so that's why I believe it's not actually fleeting. And, and I hope, and not that I want to convince you that it's not fleeting, but I want you to actually ask yourself, do you think balance is fleeting? Do you think it's obtainable? Do you think it's achievable? Because then if you do, and we're on that track, then you can continue <laughs> with the conversations. But even not, even if not, I think it's important for us to have this conversation and have this form of reflection when it comes to this idea of, of balance and, and why it's so important. And I always tell people that balance is not the pursuit of perfection. It is not that you see someone and they're in the gym, their their body is right, they're they're excellent at work, their house is always clean, no room is messy, their relationships are amazing, they have wonderful people surrounded by them. They they have a wonderful business and t- career. That's not what balance is about. <laughs> balance is different from person to person. Balance shows up in people's lives in different ways. Balance is literally prioritizing the things that matter to you most. It is about being intentional and deliberate and setting out to give your attention to the things, and I put things as in S because we oftentimes give our attention to the one or two things that we think are the most important on the list and the little other ones suffer, but not understanding that they all are connected to each other and they all provide harmony and peace and, and, and some form of happiness to our lives. So that is what the idea of balance is. It is not the notion that my life is going to be perfect. I'm going to look perfect. My kids are going to be served, you know, at a certain time. They're going to be at bed at a certain time. Those things are called routine. Those things are called structure. Those things are oftentimes put in place because you have prioritized structure and routine in order to create some form of harmony in your household. So please understand that the techniques that we use to, to let's say, create balance in one's life is a technique and it's a structure, right? It's not necessarily the end result. It is the things that we put in place individually by decision, by intention, that fit our lifestyle. And it may be different for someone else. So I just want to put that put that in here. Um, but, I, but I hope that you under, have an understanding of this idea of balance and the reality that it plays in your life and how it shows up. And maybe you can write down on a piece of paper, you know, the things that matter to you most, what has your attention and what does not. And what you would like to give more attention to, and it can, and, and 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 those topics can be whatever it be, whatever it is. Those areas in your life can be maybe your love life, friendships, maybe uh, dating, um, maybe side hustle, whatever it may be. Write it down and make it plain, because the things that you write down, I always believe that are things that are, they're things that matter. They're like your concrete board of putting things down into paper. 
and then really thinking about, okay, where's, what did I leave off in this list? Did I leave off myself? You know, did, did I leave off my, my job? Did I leave off my friends? Did I leave off my health? You know, so it's important that we look at our lives and we look at what areas we need to tend because we have many gardens in our life, right? And sometimes we prioritize other gardens over the other, not knowing they all work in some form of a spectrum to make us who we are um, and to make us who, who we will probably become. So thank you for tuning in to episode 83, part two of Balanced Conversations. You can listen to this podcast and to this series on all platforms, especially on my website, www.dryatunday.com. You can purchase the book on my website, www.dryatunday.com, on Amazon as well, and on Kindle, and I think other um, online book, book platforms. You can buy the hard copy books, and you can get the Kindle versions where you can go straight to your cell phone, straight to your um, you know, your iPad or your computer um, devices, and you can sort of start reading the book as we kind of delve into this conversation, into this balanced conversation. So thank you so much for joining uh, me and listening to this episode. I wish everyone well.